welcome to MKU03 Plus Podcast, where it's all about issues about our health and well-being. MKU03 Podcast basically talks about our rights, our lives, and our future. Today, we would like to talk about the issues that mostly affect us or we see affecting the people that we study with. Issues about alcohol, drugs, and substance abuse. So today we are joined by our panelists who I will grant the honor to introduce themselves as we proceed with our show. Welcome guys. My name is Neston Joseph. My name is Nawira Naomi. My name is Sonia Splenda. I'm Doreen Karimi. My name is Jed Estamweni. We have the honor of having our university counselor with us at Mount Kenya University, and I will let him introduce himself. It's such an honor to have a professional helping us to discuss our topic of today. Thank you. My name is Humphrey Mutegi, a psychologist and also a practicing professional counselor. Wow. What is a drug Um, According to my chemistry form one, uh, they describe a drug as any substance that when taken into the body alters with its normal functioning. That's right. On top of the normal functioning, it's the issue of your emotions and your thoughts. Alcohol currently is also considered considered as as a drug. According to the research that was conducted by UNESCO, uh, it affiliated that many young people use drugs to cope with the social and psychological challenges. On that, they said that 70% of Kenya consumed alcohol during the past 12 months. Have you taken a drink? Have you taken a sip? Are you among the statistics today? So, what are the, why do people take alcohols and drugs, especially in, uh, in campuses? And to help me on this, I'd like to ask uh, Esther and uh, Doreen, why do you think people take drugs and alcohol when in universities? Uh, the reason, one of the reasons that us as youth indulge in drugs, I think it's because of peer pressure. You find that one of my friends or most of my friends are drug addicts so you find that most of the time that i am with them they are using drugs so definitely i will end up using drugs okay i also think that most of the young people take drugs so that they can fit in among their fellow youths let's say for example i have a friend and the friend is taking alcohol so i have to take the alcohol in order to fit in we all do agree that we can't live without drugs if we use them well there are some drugs that uh, we know that uh, for instance if you look at something about pirito you're having issues of sleeping and then you end up uh, taking that pirito today then tomorrow you take it and then the day after you take it then you you realize that on the fourth day you can't sleep without taking the periton so you start now bringing the issue of ethical drugs and a drug that you know will help you but now it comes to where you now got into a level of starting to have uh, drug abuse so assuming that uh, somebody is into drugs how well can we know that this person has uh, started abusing alcohol and drugs uh, Mr. Mutegi, what is it that as a fellow student we should do well, this is a, a very thin line because as it was well narrated there before the definition of uh, the substances and the drug abuse and whatever, we don't know when we are crossing the line between abuse 
and uh, addiction. When, of course, a doctor prescribes something, they mean well. But then we start going over limit because somehow it gives us some therapeutic feeling of either you are high and you are liking it. And in so doing, you start building that reliance on that uh, uh, drug. Therein, we find that we have already lost it and the struggles now have set in and so many other complications set in. So in a nutshell, we need to draw a very clear line continually, let people know uh, through awareness what really we are getting ourselves into. Uh, so guys, on these uh, streets and corridors, we have to take a uh, to to actually accept that universities, most of them have businesses thriving near them. I recently told somebody that I want to to buy some cookies. And the big question was cookies? Which kind of cookies do you want? The ones that are Christian or the ones which are not Christian? So let me ask, which kind of drugs and uh, and substances do we normally find on our streets, uh, inside or outside universities? Like uh, if I take a case scenario of Mount Kenya University, we are just near Thika Town. So Neston, if I was to go out, which kind of drugs do I normally can I get? Uh, one you can get uh, Mira, it's very common. Then they call them Pedi, you'll get Bang. And then there is another one called uh, Kuber, which is not quite common, but it helps students to stimulate their brain so that they can cram a lot, allegedly. Okay, so I get to study for long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the next morning, do I remember what I studied or it evaporates when the drug gets goes off? <laughs> Madam Rose, you're taking this case, uh, me as a case scenario, but sorry, I don't take sorry, the no, drug. No, no, <laughs> so I'm not sure what what happens. Okay, okay. I think we may need to look into that. So go on. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so and, um, uh, alcohol is very common and uh, most especially because um, our Kenyan music always sing about them. Hey, kona pombe, kila mta kona pombe. So like, uh, sisi, uh, like kama youth, yo pombe sasa lazima ndio tujue ni nini. Sometimes, uh, atukunyu kwa sababu, tunajaribu tuku test, tunacheck mm-hmm. ile waters tu kama, mm-hmm. hii pombe nyo anasemanga, ni ukwe, ni ukweli. I, I think to kiongea story ya pombe, this, mm-hmm. this is actually something uh, that we may need uh, Mr. Mutegi to really help us. Imagine that you've come from a home where Busa is brewed there. Changa down the river, it's there. In my tradition, we have Moratina everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do I really make sure that it is not part of my life? Well, I think that's a very important and interesting question because our environment really shapes so much about our lives and contributes. However, if you are a student and you are determined to go far, you need first to have painfully serious self-discipline. Self-discipline would mean that even if you are surrounded with all those things and you can easily get them at the twitch of a finger, Mm -hmm. then you must consciously stay away from them. Because the moment you indulge, it will become very difficult to turn away from them. So I agree it's not easy, Mm -hmm. but with total consciousness and awareness, then we can still rise above all that. I remember in my young age uh, when uh, when we used to go out for campus dates and all that, and as we could consume uh, crest ginger ale, if you put crest ginger ale, I, I no longer see it these days on the streets, but I find uh, crest is still there, but the ginger ale uh, is not there. We used to put that in a glass and actually it looks like wine, yeah? So that's how some of us actually got to 
not to do this but why do people really take alcohol and uh, and drugs in my research i found that for one reason that people take is to help them to enjoy you're just doing it just as a fun also some people take it to socialize you find some people are shy some people are not outspoken but they find if i take alcohol a glass or two then i'll be able to start to be so chatty i'll be able to even dance make some moves and that will not be me but i really want to fit into that you find also that some people are stressed uh studying is hard and uh for instance if you for instance took it thinking that information technology does not have maths and then you find you have calculus one calculus two integration then you end up being stressed and you indulge into alcohol and and drugs also for boredom purposes i have nothing i mean i'm done with my exam i'm just waiting for my next semester so what is it i can do i have some money with me then you go you find one the worst and, and the, the the one i didn't really like so much is whereby somebody indulges in drugs as a way of recovering from emotional hurt or grief if you lose somebody you love so much you find some people really going that direction and uh, i don't know mr mutagi would you really help us is are there other ways of dealing with our stress apart from abusing alcohol and drug yeah indeed there are so many ways of uh, dealing with stress which are safe which are uh, very much uh, advisable and which would leave you much healthier actually we rush to those known ones like the ones we have mentioned there before because they are quick fix so to speak when you take some alcohol for example you can sleep soundly after that and you may imagine that your pain has gone away basically what we are trying to do in these quick fixes is to kind of anesthetize ourselves the kind of anesthesia that is used in the hospitals but now you are self anesthetizing but the danger is it's going to be very uh, uh, dependent thereafter and you can't do without it however when it comes to stress in psychology we say that you must first identify your stressor you must put your hand on your stressor <laughs> is the only safe way to deal with the stress okay if for example you are feeling overwhelmed by your studies or there are so many assignments you can now start looking at how do i prioritize my time i'm not saying that it's easy because there could be so much being uh, asked of you mm-hmm. possibly you are commuting from home is quite some distance when you reach home maybe your parents are expecting you to do this and that before you embark on your studies you find already the atmosphere is stressful traveling is stressful the class is stressful you are missing out on your friends so anything actually can be a stressor but the moment we identify our stressor we can now start working on that so safely you could for example engage in some physical activity that would first tire you a bit mm-hmm. they will make you feel better you take a shower you relax other people would take a cup of tea a cup of coffee and they take a break others would want to watch maybe a short movie that they like or any other program that really they feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. and that way they can be able to cope with the stress very safely other than indulging in these substances that finally would get you hooked because that's actually where the danger lies getting hooked 
Wow, assuming that today you went into a classroom and then you found that your deskmate is actually smelling some cigar. What is it that you would do? Doreen, how would you react to this? Okay, you know, it's so difficult for you to talk to your fellow youth on drug because they take it as, they call you mtiaji. Mtiaji is a person who doesn't... You're not letting them shine. You're not letting them (laughs) have their fun there. Yes. So, in my case, I think I would talk to a bigger person than me and Mm -hmm. then tell the person to talk to the deskmate and advise them. Sonia, I came in today and my breath, I'm just smelling of alcohol. What would you do? Okay, to me, I love going straight to the point. I love just telling the person, talking to the person and you know, you also cannot rush to judge the person because you don't know what he or she has gone through. So you just sit the person down and try to talk to her, just engage her in some meaningful conversation, ask ask him or her what what is wrong, ask him what is going on with him or her. For most who I have done so, they've been able to open up and tell me that, oh, I'm going through this and this and this, and I just feel like taking alcohol is the best thing to do. But then you just, I would also advise them to go and seek because I cannot advise them. So maybe I'll look for someone else, maybe a peer counselor or someone elderly and who will advise him or her on whatever, on what to do. Maybe I can just, uh, you know, add something or also, you know, uh, do a popcorn there. Um, I do know, I do know about uh, us, but in, in the world that we live in right now, we live in a world where there are, there are many there are many bars than churches, mm-hmm. and um, actually companies like Keroche Breweries are, are are getting a lot of income than any other company in Kenya right now. So like our everything that is around us, the bars, the shops, because even somebody would have a hut, but he's selling alcohol there. And, and so uh, these things have become so addictive that even right now that uh, I was talking to someone and this someone was telling me, ah, ra- ratish, nenda kuchukua ratish. Bia ratish, what is ratish? Bia ratish ni muratina. <laughs> so now that in, uh, ra- muratina now is not an alcohol. Yes, it, it is a chaser. It is a chaser to oh, <laughs> the alcohol. So I ask my friend, what is happening? And so it, it is something that, that even somebody you are smelling alcohol, it is like something so normal. Ah, you see. Okay, uh, as university students, yeah, where do we get the money to really go and buy those things? Or is it that these days drugs and alcohols are very cheap? Uh. No, they are not cheap. You know, in most cases, let's say we have to kuchanga. Oh, I come with my one hundred. A friend comes with the other one hundred, and then we buy them zinga. So these are people banking from zinga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think we should change our narratives. You know, I think it's time we start putting our resources to something something better. Assuming we were doing the table banking, not from zinga, but for a certain book. I swear, we we would honestly be very 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 far. But we can't uh, refuse that these things are happening. We are in a, in a, in an era even whereby somebody said Mira is a drug and you know someone said no Mira is a cash crop I mean, mm-hmm. for somebody who came from <laughs> Mira 
and uh, I don't know how many people will will believe we, we will want to take Mirai as a cash crop. Which point do we as a society start coming in and start saying, you know what, this is a student, can you stop selling the beer? Can you stop selling in the drug and start telling them what uh, the effect of, of, of all these things that we are having? But now we have a case scenario whereby somebody is already in, into the drugs, they are missing classrooms, their performance has started going down, and they are, not, they are not even doing their cuts. When you're having those discussions, they are halfway there. They are not even they are not even concentrating. You have tried getting the person a peer counselor, Mr. Mutegi. I really want to help this person. What do I do next? Well, I think I already am learning so much from our youthful students, and every other day they are very innovative. They are coming up with so many slogans like. You have already also mentioned it about banking from Zinga. Eh? Mm. Well, I think uh, this actually needs to be looked into uh, with the seriousness it deserves because there are so many things going on here. For example, if we really want to get ourselves straight, we must always go back to the basics. It's not easy because uh, with the thoughts and the actions and the challenges our youth are going through, they're also becoming very innovative. Now, going back a bit about uh, your challenge of whether Mira and uh, Mamamboga is challenging, you sell yours and I sell mine, you will find that things like Mira, for example, are very cultural. And indeed, to the people who do it, it's a cash crop. Yeah, true. For those who may not understand the background of Mira, mm -hmm. they may not actually even have a grasp of what it is. Yes. Because where it is grown, that is the Meru tradition. Mm -hmm. When you go, for example, to ask for a, your, your spouse's hand in marriage, yes. courtship, Mira plays an extremely important role. I understand. Cultural, yes. There's no Without marriage. a job. There's no talking. There's no talk until the, 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 the people are coming to propose. Mm -hmm. They must come with the finest bunch of mira, mm -hmm. and that is the greatest honor yes. you can give to the family of the beautiful lady whom you want your hand in marriage. So, until and unless we understand this cultural aspects, eh, then we would always be disparaging the others. Mm -hmm. When we go to, for example, Western, where bizarre actually is taken as a normal drink, we may not understand them. And again, when we look at the bizarre content, it's very nutritious. But not to the other people, this is something that should be disparaged, isn't it? So until and unless we bring our levels of awareness mm -hmm. to our cultural practices, yes. it's the only way we can have a healthy playing ground and be able to, to disseminate. At what point do we draw a line mm -hmm. so that we can save our youth from the addiction? But when you look at it culturally, those people are never getting addicted because they had time to work, they had time to relax, mm -hmm. they had time to enjoy their friends, they had time to bring it to the societal level. And you know, they were always arranged in groups and age mates and whatever. Yes. Likewise, also in the background of Mira, not everybody really went chewing anyhow. Yes. If they had stages and if they had, you know, main order. Mm -hmm. But now when we bring the commercial angle to it, just sell. Sell and sell more because now it's about profit. Yes. When we go to the alcohol area, as the young people have already said, so many types of them, some extremely dangerous. 
So I think I'll go back again and talk about raising our levels of awareness, mm-hmm. especially at the university level. What is healthy for me? What are my priorities? What made me come to campus? When do I want to exit? What do I exit with? Even before I look over my shoulder and see my friends, mm-hmm. it's all about me, me, myself first. And am I doing it safely? So can I also look for help? Like uh, one said that uh, they would really get somebody who is more uh, advanced either in age or more knowledgeable and then they would recommend their friend to talk to that person. Because it can be downhill very fast. Mm -hmm. And before we know it, we have lost our closest friends. Because as we said again, we are suffering from a lot of pressures from within, from without, expectations are sky high. I mean, there's so much going on. And of course, all the time we need help. Yes. And just to to add something on that, uh, I guess it's not the the big people or the grown-up people who you use or sell these drugs. Mm-hmm. You find that in places like where most students live, you find that the payee are the students. So creating awareness would really help because it's not that it's the clubs or the bars where they sell those drugs, but also the students are selling and they are using it. They, they even have them in the houses. They are making them in the houses where they live and they live with their friends. And, and even one most important thing, I think uh, our music. In the recent times, I've seen people struggling and saying, we're not playing Kenyan music and uh, we should play 75% of our content. Mm-hmm. But the content in this Kenyan music, it's all about just alcohol. Everything that it just talks about alcohol or bang or mirror, just something. And so um, you might find just an innocent person encouraged by this kind of music. Who, you know, want just to be able to, and, and it's also to, to be able to give give nice content to, to our students, to be able to tell them these are the kind of music we can be able to listen to, and also these are not the kind of music uh, you should be able to listen to. And so if you want to achieve the health and well-being as the O3 Plus project is all about, we need to be able to de- de- disengage with this kind of music. I, I think I do agree, and uh, at this point I think it's very clear that we all need to check at the motives of the people doing the different businesses or some people are out there to make money very quickly like a student who is a petty I'm sure that's the next student you'll see driving a Mercedes and you're like hey how did he get the Mercedes does he have a sponsor or where did he get the money from then you'll start with all these issues but I, I really don't know how we, we can help ourselves to know how not to cross the line Naomi you'd like to wait oh yeah another way in which uh students get access to drug and substance abuses by maybe sponsors you get uh, maybe a sponsor wants to spoil you you don't have cash umesota and then there's this sponsor who comes and then tells you let's go let's take a drink and do this or that so i think as a student you're supposed to be satisfied and accept where you come from if your parents can afford well and good if they can't afford live within your means i can see mr mutegi wondering what spoiling means maybe you can you can explain what being spoiled by a sponsor means being spoiled, being spoiled is maybe taken out your bought drinks your bought ah. clothes 
you get you get access to things that you admire you want this yeah i want this and then he gives it to you that's mm-hmm. being spoiled <laughs> well, well i think i think these these are heated debates so uh drugs sponsors issues coming in uh mr Motegi, i would quickly want to know where can somebody seek help well that is a very good uh, question because mount kenya university has got very well set out structures about how to support our students from the inception all the way to the exiting that is graduation we have got a counseling division within the student welfare we have got also expanded uh, services like uh, mind and beyond which is doing a, a very good job and of course the peer counseling club plays a very important role because these are our frontline soldiers who are always close to the students yes they can always reach out to them actually you can turn to anybody and seek help mm-hmm. the issue here is are you strong enough to seek help most of the time they are not but let's be our sister's keeper let's be our brother's keeper just as you started by inquiring once you realize that something is not okay if somebody is smelling alcohol and normally they are not drunk then that's a serious red flag mm-hmm. don't wait for the second day yes please try to intervene you could be saving a life mm-hmm. so help is always at hand thank you so much mr mutegi i think it's uh, for sure one thing that we've come to know is that uh, drug abuse can affect anyone it is used widely it does not matter the race your color your beliefs in but uh, it's happening in all the areas the rural and the urbans but there's hope at the end of it if you are having issues with alcohol and drug drug and substance abuse uh, don't give up take the first step seek help and please if you are very far at an extensive uh, point don't just stop i've seen some friend of mine I, and uh, it's very painful that i'm sharing this that we lost a friend to withdraw symptoms whereby he was a heavy drinker he just stopped believed everything is fine he started having the swollens and he would say these are withdrawal symptoms at the end of it uh, the person passed on so i'm not saying that you don't stop i'm saying you stop but before you take that step seek help if you're not able to come to the university for help we have some uh, dispensaries which are near we have pika level five just go in and talk to somebody and tell them i do accept i've been into drugs i'm having this and this and they will really uh, help you don't be afraid that they'll ask you where have you been buying this no at the counseling centers that we have in kenya they normally don't get into these details we are there for you and we are there to help you thank you for joining us in our podcast we have more lined up for you that will be sure to transform your life and that will make you aware that in mku03 plus it's all about our rights our lives and our future and the future matters and it will not be good without you please be on it thank you and this is mku03 plus Oops.